Hello, I'm John Bibby, and today this podcast is me talking to one of our mentors, uh, Kath Hickman, about the tiny habits work uh, that we do at GPM Plus. And Kath uh, leads on our uh, tiny habits work, as well as some of the other uh, projects with us. So, Catherine, would you like to just introduce yourself and then we can talk a little bit about the importance of tiny habits? Yeah, thanks, John. Uh, so I'm uh, Catherine Hickman. I'm a GP working in Bradford. Um, I'm also a respiratory lead for West Yorkshire and have a couple of national respiratory lead roles as well. Um, but as you said, we're going to be talking about tiny yeah. habits today. So I am one of the mentors, but I, in the past, I trained as a tiny habits behavior change coach, and I have tried to use it in, I think, probably every aspect of my life, but certainly when uh, coaching and, and mentoring and, and also part of the programs and the workshops that we run together. Great. And you mentioned there about uh, uh, helping with change and we all know for big systems change that we, uh, with quality improvement, we talk about PDSAs, plan, do, study, act. But today we're going to be talking about tiny habits on the personal uh, uh, way of changing things about uh, ourselves and in the in the very small way for, for ourselves. So would you mind just explaining what tiny habits uh, uh, process and the method uh, is and a little bit about the background and the evidence base for it, if you don't mind? Yeah, so Tiny Habits was developed by BJ Fogg, who is a behaviour change scientist at Stanford, Stanford University. And um, he has used it um, as, you know, as, as part of his life, but also teaching uh, students and coaches uh, across the world for many years now. And it's a very, very simple model broken down into ABC. And the idea is, is that you take a big behavior and it can be anything from drinking of two pints of water today or running a marathon and you break that big behavior down into something that takes less than 30 seconds and you get rid of the uh, the traditional way of reminding yourself to do new habits so you get rid of alarms and post-it notes and what you do is your new alarm your new post-it note is, a, is something that we call an anchor so an anchor is something that you're doing in your life on a routine basis, something that you don't even think about because you're doing it so regularly. Getting out of bed, flushing the toilet, turning the kettle on, putting your smart card in, something that you are doing every single day without even thinking. That is your anchor. You then take your big behavior and you drill it down into something tiny, something that takes less than 30 seconds. So it would be taking a sip of water or reading one line of your book or doing one squat or two uh, press-ups against the wall. So you attach that to your anchor. And then the bit that we all feel very uncomfortable about, we then celebrate. So the celebration um, is instant and occurs just after you've done that behavior. It's a way of releasing that burst of dopamine, telling your brain this is something that you want to do. And the idea is that the more you celebrate, the more that tiny habit grows into something bigger and embeds as part of your routine. Brilliant. And I love the easy way to remember it as ABC. That really is quite nice and uh, easy. Um, you've experienced lots of changes through this. I know I have. And the people on the, our courses have, have noticed significant changes when they've brought about what at first seems a very simple method, but it's very practical and it works. What, uh, when folks say, but making a big thing like running a marathon into a 
30 second uh, activity such as just putting my shoes on. Um, can you explain to people how it moves from one to another? Does it really change from uh, a 30 second to being able to run a marathon? There's a big gap there. Yeah, well, I, I would probably flip that and say, well, how many times have you committed to doing something, i.e., right, I'm going to drink two pints of water every day or I'm going to exercise three times a week? And how often has that truly embedded? And, and the bottom line is it's extremely rare because when we decide to make that change, we are tend to be at the peak of our motivational. And we talk about motivation being like a wave. When you're at the top of that motivational wave, you think, yes, this is the new me and I'm going to change. And it's, you know, January the 1st. But actually, we, we as human beings are very often not at that top of the motivational mo wave. And quite often we find ourselves at the bottom of the motivational wave. So we need to start thinking. We need to start designing for our future self. And, and actually when I think of my future self and designing a change, I think, well, what am I like when I walk in on a Thursday after a day on call? I'm exhausted. What? But what could I do then that means that I'm doing something, not nothing? Because the minute we start doing nothing, our brain confirms to us that we are not able to change. We're not able to eat healthily. We're not able to do exercise on a regular basis. And we're not able to do all those things that we want to do. But actually, if we can do something and then celebrate and release that dopamine, the idea is that it, will, it, it truly will grow into something bigger. And I've not seen I've not only seen it on a, on a personal level, but also with mentees people that I've coached in the past but also patients as well and I do a, a lot I talk a lot of it to patients about you know remembering to take in their halos or doing one squat when I'm trying to build up their muscles from deconditioning from um, COPD it definitely works great and that largely explains why as we all know our new year resolutions don't usually last for more than a few days or if we're really motivated for a week or so, but it doesn't last for the same that very reason. Great. What um would you say then uh about the celebration bit? The bit that we sometimes find as British folks is that celebration, well, we don't really need to do that, do we? But it's an integral part of this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and I think that the most important part of the celebration, it doesn't have to be uh, a, a dance or whooping with joy or high fiving people. It really has got to be authentic to you and all of us celebrate to a certain extent. And it's maybe we maybe, maybe we don't always celebrate ourselves, but we definitely celebrate others or celebrate when our favorite football team scores a goal or our kids do something yeah. or other people's kids and it's it is actually very natural it's very natural for kids but we sort of lose it as adults yeah. so the, the celebration can be as simple as feeling good inside but it's got to be authentic to you that that feels authentic to me or a simple yes but somebody telling me to do to do a dance and, and run around the house uh whooping with joy is not authentic to me and I wouldn't do it. It wouldn't release any dopamine. It would make me feel quite um, embarrassed. <laughs> and the reason for it is the feedback loop of the dopamine, isn't it? That uh, uh, that makes uh, moves from the anchor and the trigger to the activity, to the uh, celebration by the dopamine. That's that's the importance. Is it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy then. Yeah, it? exactly. And, and the idea is that you celebrate to start with so that the habit becomes embedded and just becomes yeah. routine and grows. And then you can stop celebrating because then that habit has become routine. Great. And I love the idea that it's uh, planned for when we're, our motivation is at its lowest because we can all do things when our motivation's at the highest 
but most of our life isn't on that top of the wave. So what's the importance or why is it so important for uh, the work that we do with well-being? Why is tiny habits so important in, in this area? So I think by the nature of um, you know looking at well-being, if, if you are investigating a well-being programme or going on to a well-being course or worried about your well-being, it probably means that you're not feeling very well in inverted commas and when you're feeling like that you can feel uh, overwhelmed and you know obviously that can be on a on a wide scale but actually when you're in that zone and somebody's telling you to eat well and sleep well and exercise and um you know socialize with friends all these things that and, and you know do your mindfulness and it feels um well overwhelming is is for want of a better word and, and actually it's absolutely key at that point in your life that you have a tool to be able to break it down into something manageable that feels doable when you are at your lowest point or on, on, on the way down to your lowest point. And it might be that you're not getting peaks of, of high motivation when you're feeling like that. And you might be sort of, um, you know, trundling along every day at the bottom of that motivational wave. But this just gives you a tool to break through that overwhelm, to do something tiny, to to then do a little bit of a celebration and feel good, even if it's just that one burst of dopamine in the day. And the idea being that you just keep doing it and it grows into something bigger and allows you to, to start to feel well again. Great. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, uh, benefits, both in ourselves, but in the folks on the courses, as, as we said. Um, and the Tiny Habits courses, they are held almost monthly, and uh, just an hour and a half, if anybody would like to come on the courses, they're available on the GPM Plus uh, website uh, uh, to book. Before we finish, Catherine, what would be the one uh, last thing you'd like to leave us with about the ABC of uh, uh, of Tiny Habits? Well, I think you've got nothing to lose by giving it a go. I've taught this for years now, and a lot of people come to these courses are quite sceptical about it. Um, but I've not had anybody leave feeling sceptical because actually it's, it is so simple. I'm not asking you to do anything other than something that takes less than a minute uh, a day and just, you know, see what happens. Brilliant. And, of course, it's uh, one of our... Uh most uh, fun courses and enjoyable one as well <laughs> thanks very much Catherine and uh, for everybody listening we hope to see you on one of our uh, zoom meetings on tiny habits in the near future thank you very much Catherine thanks John <laughs>